I don't know which party my wife belongs to, but uh, she belongs to my kitchen and my living room and the other room. Hey, Abby. Hi, Kes. Do you have any resolutions for 2022? Let's see. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of The Other Room, guys. Hi, guys. How are you doing? This is a whole new season. Yes, another one. <laughs> Yes. Season six. Yes. Oh my, oh my god. <laughs> we survived season five. I mean, Abby survived season yes, five. Yes, did. <laughs> I did. Yes. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, well, well. I made it. <laughs> oh my. Okay. I want to know, Abby, if you had a chance, would you rather have a fast forward? or rewind button on your life if there's a post right now and then they hit play later will it continue from this moment that it has posted on or will it continue from <laughs> it, it would have to be now please don't pass for audition sing it to the end Exactly. The point where you're making the, the, the dollars. I mean, the pounds. The euros coming in double, double, pounds, double. Right? Like, <laughs> extra, extra. Um, the euros. <laughs> yeah, taking, like, vacations twice a month, yeah. every six months. Uh, twice a year, every six months. You know, that kind of thing. That would be their life. <laughs> like, that would be their life, really. Because I don't... Uh, yeah yeah right now it's just the pits and then the past i've seen what has happened there's nothing to see anymore there please i beg let's move forward what about you yeah <laughs> yeah same let's move forward right now we are struggling like I, just just take me to the good parts of my life and let's just move on from there let, exactly. we can leave all the struggle life behind please I've I've lived the yeah, past. Right? It's okay. Let the past be in the past. Right now, I don't I don't know what's ahead, but mm-hmm. if I can just go forward a bit, I'm hoping that it's good, and then just move on from there. Yeah. <laughs> People are struggling, man. <laughs> we are struggling. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it is. My gosh, adulted. <laughs> it's kicking my ass every damn day. Yeah. Yeah, we we'll get through it. Hmm. <laughs> we say we get through it, but we only get older. <laughs> <laughs> you see, when I was younger, like the adults around me almost always would be like, just, hmm, my bro, hmm. Like that's, uh, and I didn't really get, I was like, I don't really do it much, like, <laughs> but now yeah. I understand, like, hmm, adulting alone, like, it's just exhausted, not this wood. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, what's popping for today? So we know of this, what do you call it? Russian-Ukrainian mm-hmm. crisis. Is it, is it Russian-Ukrainian? Well, yes, the crisis happened. Russian invasion. Yes, in Ukraine, and Russia is invaded yes mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god mm-hmm. almost world war three huh anyways um so of course everyone's struggling to um go to their various homes and countries and stuff like that and Ghanaians are also doing the same and surprisingly somehow government of ghana has been one of the i think is it the first african country to go to the aid of their citizens who were stranded over there 
Allegedly. But then the funny thing for me is, uh, allegedly, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> funny thing for me is, um, some of them who were able to even flee Ukraine said they won't come back to Ghana, like no matter what, they are not coming back to Ghana. And that's very telling. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a war zone, but like, fuck it, I'm not coming to Ghana. <laughs> Oh my god, Abby, what do you think of all of this? Like, well, I think <laughs> initially there was um, a communique that was like sent out by the um, embassy, the, the Ghanaian embassy, asking the students to stay put, blah, blah, blah. And then also I read earlier that students had generally been a bit um, unsettled and checking in with their universities, uh, trying to figure out what the plan would be. And they kept um, trying to downplay the concerns, saying the war has been war has been ongoing for like uh, the past eight years, and it's not really escalated to that level. So they should just relax. But I feel um, just like the diplomacy-wise, first of all, like they should have had a plan in place because everyone had been mm-hmm. observing for a while. The U.S. had intelligence has been saying things for like quite a while um, about an invasion. I think since late last year or something, they've been repeating, repeating, okay. repeating. So I feel like, in a way, it seems as if the um, Ministry of Foreign Affairs or whatever kind of failed to do a bit of their duty of care by like having a certain level of like alert and plan in place to quickly evacuate mm. students because it was not even though they were fine the first to airlift people out um after they had evacuated from ukraine it wasn't like while everything was happening in ukraine you know they had to find themselves out um first. yeah and i'm like that was disappointing there's probably still some more students behind even still in ukraine actually so those are the primary concern and that's where like the attention should be and if there are other students right now in other eu countries they've made it out all right they they don't want to come back i mean to a degree <laughs> they if 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 their schooling was like privately funded it's not supported by like guest fund or anything like that. i don't think they really can force them to come back right and if they do yeah exactly they're not obliged they can decide to continue living somewhere else it's possible so i mean but then you are right about it being very telling because they are questioning as well what what are they coming back to do here really i mean when they come back to our crowd ghana or wherever Mm -hmm. like what's there to do they most probably couldn't get into um you need to study what they wanted to do most of them are medical students so you know how difficult it is the protocol and stuff like that so if you get a chance there um and you know maybe some other european country might be possible as well you'd still want to stay behind and try that instead of come back to ghana because was you you get like or is it work <laughs> there's already an, an unemployment crisis going on so either comes out and it's like to a degree i get them but then also it's like yeah like the the lifestyle i guess of like europeans being mainly anti-black is also very difficult to live with and in the moments where you're not a student mm-hmm. and you're just trying to reintegrate and yeah. most of them being in eastern europe now it's even going to be extra difficult because that's where like it's more intense 
So, I mean, I guess I wish them well. <laughs> um, hey, I've spoken for long. Sorry, guys. I just, I don't know. It's just a lot in my head about the situation. <laughs> I just don't even know where to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like you said, um, the European country mm-hmm. in, countries in general are just very hostile mm-hmm. towards black people. And it's interesting that they will take that over coming home to home, you know, to family, to if if even if you don't have anyone here, Ghanaians are hospitable as we know and stuff, you know. So but yeah, I think it's also like in recent weeks or recent days. Yeah, weeks and days, basically people have been complaining so much. Their complaints just intensified by the hour in, in on mm-hmm. social media at least for us as Ghanaians because I think for us like in like yeah. for me it's like every other day but apparently it's like yeah uh, every time you go out the, the the price is different like what's going on and that that affects everything else mm-hmm. you know and and there's no improvements in the country it's very frustrating and I mean everyone's hearing about it everyone's hearing about us complaining about it so it's like I'd rather stay there and have someone talk to me, talk trash to me, then come here and, you know, suffer. And saying there's like, as students here, you're probably still working part-time or something, still supporting people back home as well because yeah. of this situation. And it's getting worse. Like Exactly. Yeah. There's really not yeah, much to look yeah, forward to true. coming back home to. Like, trying to what, yeah. implement E-Levy to... Yeah, just come to stress people out. Remember, <laughs> Femme, there's nothing for me. <laughs> That's really sad. That's really sad. That's in such a time you can't even come home to like a safe space because, well, we're already also dealing with Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God, this adult life. I I really, I I always say like, I hope it gets better. I really hope it, Mm -hmm. I don't know how fuel prices are going to go down again. The dollar, the dollar keeps rising by the minutes. Like it's, so like we're just Oh honey, it's not. We're just doomed. Not with what Putin is doing. Oh, yeah. We are really doomed. We are really doomed. Because we don't refine our oil, even though we do um, whatever. So that's that's what's doing us in. We are like Nigeria. See Nigeria, too. We are all the same. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's too bad. Anyways, I would say I hope it it gets better. (laughs) I don't know. I hope. I know what will get better. But, yeah, I hope it gets better. Mm -hmm. We deserve better. We deserve better. Anyways, um, we're in March, which I think now is called Ghana mm. Month, but it's also the month for women. <laughs> <laughs> Ghana Month, okay. <laughs> it's also the month for women, so we celebrate International Women's Day on um, <laughs> March 8th, which actually our episode will come out on International Women's Day. <laughs> Happy International Women's Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening, happy International Women's Day, women. Yay. We love you all. <laughs> okay, yeah. But then, um, you know, every year they have a theme, and this year's theme is Breaking the Bias. And I was just thinking about it. I feel like we talk about this so much, talking about gender bias, and it's like we always talk about it, and there's not much being done about it. We've experienced it so many times. I think in that previous episodes, we talked about it and with the... Naomi Osaka situation. I think there have been other instances in Ghana and internationally where all these has ha- ha- happened. Mm. So I was just thinking, like, what what does it mean to be a woman? I don't know because I feel like growing up, mm. I've had times where like, well, I, I wish I wasn't a woman. Like, 
can't I just be a man? Like men have it so much easier everywhere. Mm. And like you read all these things on the news, you see all these things and it's in the news and even in movies, like the way things are portrayed and it's just like, wow, like we just can't win. I think I say this like every episode, like women just can't win. Like when does it get better for us? So that's why this came to mind. Like what does it mean to you to be a woman? Interestingly for me, I've never really like hated being a woman. Although like I hate the experiences men put me through for being a woman. <laughs> so then I hate mm. men. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I get yeah. I said all men. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. No. But um what does being a woman mean to me? Um I would say I guess I picked up like from the women around me, women I grew up around, and um, I would say being a woman means to me, or well, from what I saw, being very graceful and nurturing of like community, like being present for your community, being a support when needed, like even when not called acts for. Um, I also think it's about being very um, articulate, um, being very strong-willed, <laughs> and because men don't make it easy for us, like just existing in patriarchy. Yeah. Um, also, just also being very, very industrious um, and like go-getters, you know. Um, I also think being a woman is being very sexy. Like the women around me, they. They made me feel like there's oh nothing wrong with being sex, like own it, because that is what you are. Um, yeah, like I think womanhood is fun, is exciting, it's it's good stuff. I like I like being a woman. I think I enjoy being a woman, and I I love women. We are we are amazing people, and we are an amazing like yeah. community. I just love it for us so yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the whole world was women. <laughs> right, let oh, be blessed. <laughs> Yo, not having annoying <sighs> niggas to do. Oh my god, not having harassment <laughs> on the daily. Okay, I'm not saying that like women don't harass other women, but like I mean, yeah, we drastically reduce. Yeah, we still do need men to some extent, but do, sorry, yeah. did you say we still I, need men to some extent? Yeah, I was just what extent? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can literally just like freeze everyone's semen and then like get away with them or something and be like, we don't really need you. Like, is it for procreation? Like, oh, you're good. No, I'm just joking, guys. <laughs> we don't hate all men. <laughs> just, but the ones we do hate, they know themselves because, yeah. Yeah, the so one no, the ones we love, they know themselves. Yeah, that's so that's what we should say. <laughs> Actually, that's true. The ones we love, they know themselves. <laughs> I think that's a smaller uh, percentage than yes. <laughs> the ones who <laughs> don't get the love. <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, um, I also think um, being a woman, you like you have to be really strong, and I think also women mm. are supportive. Contrary to what people say, women are supportive Hello. because I feel like we know, we know what we've been through or we know what we go through, so we mm-hmm. can empathize more. So yeah, women are supportive, mm-hmm. and 
definitely I love the idea when you said sexy because that's something that mm. I'm growing up. I'm learning as I'm growing. Because at first it was just, you know, like I'm just there. Okay. I I just I, I've been made. I'm just moving around, you know, that's it. And then now it's like <laughs> I've been made. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> maybe when maybe when I was young, I'm like, yeah. Unfortunately, I've I've been made into a woman's body because then now I have to deal with um, what do you call it, menstruation, all of that, um, boobs forming, you know, all the pain, like the hair, mm. going to the salon, sitting down for years, braiding mm-hmm. your hair, like all these things. And guys just get up, stand in the shower. They don't even need to lotion themselves, and they're good. And we like we still have to do like you know skincare, like all of that. But then I I realized that as I'm growing, I'm growing up now. I'm appreciating all of these little things. And, like that's what makes us us. Like it's make it makes us like delicate and like. I don't know, like just soft, and it also kind of like strengthens us. Like it's it's a really nice thing. It's a really nice feeling being a woman, and I am glad I'm a woman. I won't change for anything else. And I actually regret thinking that I should have been maybe a man earlier on or something. But yeah, I love it. I love it. And women are really strong and supportive. And like when you also like think of things that like our moms, aunties, like the older generation have been through. Or are mm. still going through no, and have endured mm. and all of that, and they're like still standing strong now and everything. Then you realize, oh, wow! And men can't, men can't mm. handle half of what women mm-hmm. have. Yeah, because sometimes I look at yeah. where I am now and like just looking through my family, it's like the woman in my family being another woman in this generation. It's just amazing because. It's like yeah. they were so they had to be so fucking resourceful to get me to, to this point. And if it wasn't for the woman, even with the little they had doing what they did then, like I probably wouldn't be here. You know, like yeah, the men just it was all like a boys' world thing. Like boys in my family were really like upheld and like you know praised and everything. So it was like my mom, my aunties, grandma especially. Like she really pushed for us girls. Like you know. Yeah, and it's just like they really had nothing. <laughs> they had next to nothing because it would be the men controlling the finances and controlling this. So yeah. they had to have like their hustles on the side and keep things going and like building houses still because they are thinking about everyone else. They're never really in it for just themselves. And it was just like yeah, amazing watching them go. Yeah. It was like wow, like they grind, grind, grind yeah. nonstop just for us. Like it's just amazing, really. Very resourceful. Very resourceful. Very, very resourceful. Yeah. Honestly, like yeah. Ghanaian women, like listen, brilliance, brilliant people. Yo. Brilliant people. <laughs> yes. It's it's unfortunate that women are undermined mm-hmm. in the world. We are seen as inferior, less than and men are just put on some pedestal where they are doing nothing. Yeah. Like a man would take his daughter out for lunch and like oh my god he's the best dad in the world a woman would do kill herself for her whole family including her husband and it's just oh she's doing her job like you know yep and yeah i hope that that changes mm-hmm. i really hope that that changes and that this also oh my god that reminds me i had just come across a reddit post a snippet of a reddit post on um, twitter just like yesterday i think where <laughs> so there's this man and woman in a relationship and they are basically um 
they are they, they said they are spiritually married, <laughs> so they are not legally married. Oh yeah, so then they are splitting everything 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just splitting everything 50-50. And it's like, okay, that's fine. So it's like a, some some sort of contractual marriage. And that's fine. I mean, that's what works for them. And I was like, oh, that's cool. This is like when the modern day things work like that. And I mean, that's cool. Until the woman wants to have a baby and she says, well, since when I get pregnant and I go on leave, I would lose this amount of money. You should reimburse me for it. Yeah. And the man thinks that that's unfair. Like, yeah. are you mad? If you yeah. come down to a contract and you're doing everything 50-50, then this shouldn't even, he shouldn't have been brought it up in the first place. Like, he shouldn't even think twice no, about but, it. Because yeah, see, my own is contract or no contract. If you are having babies, you are paying me. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> pregnancy alone is going to, like, change my body completely. Like yes, from the inside everything. out, I could probably not even yes. walk again. I could like no one knows what will yes. happen to me on that ride. So you are already compensating me for that. The trauma will go through there, <laughs> then the work base, then the everything. Like listen, the, the woman work. was not even yeah. she didn't add everything. So she was kind. All she said was work compensate her for that space. Yeah, come to complain that to see. I know, and yeah, you're crying. Hey, <laughs> you put yourself in this position, and now you're saying, Oh, it's not fair. Like, are you kidding me? Actually, I wish that we could all do this, like, have contracts on this whole baby making situation. Because, like, I mean, you know, even to the point where some employers prefer to employ men or they, they don't want to employ unmarried women because then eventually they're going to get married they're going to give birth to like one two three children and then they're out of the office even though they've been in the office for five years they are like mm. out of it for like four years because they're giving birth and stuff yeah so um some employers don't like unmarried women young unmarried women yeah mm. yeah and yeah that's the argument that's so yeah that's interesting and it's not like women are just sitting there getting pregnant by themselves men are contributing to it and you are still just like, oh yeah, we prefer to hire men right. over women because men don't have to get pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! And they don't see the the <laughs> importance of giving them leave as well to support the woman through the end of pregnancy and early childbirth period. Yeah. Like it's not something yeah. that she has to go through alone. But capitalism, yeah. so hey ho. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, we also wanted to shout out. Uh, <laughs> When Women Speak, like, it's a movie um, about the Ghanaian feminist movie, movement um, in, like, okay. then during the post, um, yeah, kind of saying, cool period from Rollins' time mm-hmm. um, to, okay. like, the early 2000s. And it's just very interesting for me when I watched it, like, you see how nowadays Ghanaian people try to do themselves oh yeah feminist yeah you did not this yeah feminist yeah feminist feminist like it's some nasty thing but yo do yeah. you know what fe- Ghanaian feminists have done for you people that you're there doing your mafia be having like that like listen the movement was less back then and you should yeah oh, like really? you should definitely watch it if you can you can follow them um, on ig or twitter they will like share when they are screening and stuff like that it's very very insightful very like interesting oh, okay. historical data cool. on the role women have played in ghana's so, like shout out to all those badass women i need to look up their names so we can proper do a yes. roll call thing on the social media pages how many women are they 
quite a few. I would say probably about ten. I mean, okay. I, Are there pictures of them and stuff? Yes, like they were. It was kind of like a docu style. Oh, so they were um, speaking, okay, referencing their past projects, what they did, um, the level of involvement they got with the government at the time, um, the fact that the affirmative oh, wow. action bill has still not been passed by government because. Who cares about gender rights and equality and and they've yeah. been pushing for it hard since then but yeah it's women are gems yeah man. <laughs> yeah but it's just also just goes against she like the whole Ghanaian woman thing. like for me yeah. i know just women in general but yeah. it's just something about Ghanaian <laughs> women i'm just like in all of us hmm. okay so in talking about women and celebrating women let's get on to a black star um her name is Quila Bohanon. I hope I'm saying that right. <laughs> so she's actually been making free wigs for kids with okay. alopecia and other ailments like cancer that makes them lose their hair for a while now. And she hands makes hand makes them like oh my god! Like this, this video, I don't know how long it take it takes her because do you see the tiny strands of hair that she's picking to make this wig? And then I watched I watched quite mm-hmm. a few of the videos mm-hmm. and the um, what you call it yeah. the kids' reactions to this to getting their wigs is priceless. But her her mm-hmm. company is Free Wigs for Kids, and it's actually an NGO, and she yeah. does these for this kid these kids for free. And that's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's really amazing. A black woman, and I mean she's not really doing it for only black yeah. kids. She's doing it for like kids of all really. races as well. It's so, like yo. Oh, I wish I had hair to donate, man. (laughs) Because people donate their hair as well and then she uses it for different... Oh my God, she's amazing. (laughs) I didn't even know people... There are people like that doing this kind of thing. But wow, shout out to you, Bella Bohanon. Speaking of hair donations, um, that reminded me of this funny thing I saw on the TL the other day about Beyonce's um, hairstylist. Mm-hmm. Uh, procuring hair from Norwegian hmm, twins, <laughs> and that they grow their hair for like a few years, and they use it to make the wigs wow. for Beyonce that she used to go for her. Um, was it one of her world tours? I don't remember, Mrs. Carter or something. I was like, wow, huh? I, I know it's not serious, but I was like, huh? oh. <laughs> so someone literally said, okay. and make things, makes things like this wow. up in my head, like, huh? <laughs> So yeah, but no, she. Wow, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that's real. Yeah, they're, they're joking. Yeah, <laughs> are you sure though? Come on, no, really. If she wants hair, yeah. that where she'll go to. It's Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> but well. you do see that she doesn't wear like Afro kinky um, textures. Though. My daddy Alabama, Mama Louisiana. <laughs> you think that Beyonce, we're coming for you. <laughs> Make it Texas, Mama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Happy International Women's Happy Day. Happy International Women's Day, women. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait. One thing we missed. Yeah. Rihanna is pregnant. Yes. I'm just celebrating Rihanna. <laughs> oh, wait. Abby. Oh. <laughs> Abby. I mean, 
I mean, I've been like, oh, yeah, cool, she's pregnant. But then I've not been like, yeah, she's pregnant. Like, I've not been like that since <laughs> I had her knees. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> like, so you don't think that you're going to be an auntie, eh? <laughs> Me? Auntie? Yes. <laughs> no, please. Uh, <laughs> That's the wrong destination. <laughs> I love the way she's um, rocking her bump, though. Like, she always has it out. Again, yeah. that's that's something I would never have thought. I mean, I wouldn't do that. But then, like, that's... I, I love that. That's amazing. Like, she's showing off that body, you know. Like, and I mean, for a woman... But that's been her style yes. always. But then... That's the thing. It's like, her style hasn't changed. Okay. It's her body that's changed. Anyways, that is true. That so, is very true. That is very true. Yeah. But some people change to accommodate the body. Yeah. And I guess she's just being here. Yeah. Congratulations, yeah, exactly. Rihanna, and congratulations to all of us. <laughs> <laughs> all of us, it's an auntie. <laughs> and for now, yeah, we know that there's oh no album God. at all. So we have closed our minds to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't even know. I mean, I've, I give up on the album like a long time ago. <laughs> if it comes, I'll be pleasantly surprised, but otherwise, yeah, no, I'm not expecting it. Anyways, well, you guys have been listening to the first episode of season six. This is the first of many amazing episodes to come. Yay. We have a lot in store this year, so watch Mm -hmm. out. (laughs) Look out for us. (laughs) Yes. And, um, oh, yeah, you guys, you can now rate us on Spotify. So leave a rating if you enjoy. I'm sure you do enjoy and tell yeah. your friends and everyone else to listen and also leave a rating thank you yes and i think we could already rate on apple apple find us on instagram and twitter at gcltor check us out on our website at listen to gcl.com and you can listen to our episodes there and you can also listen to episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts this is the end of the episode and until next time we're out happy and cares bye guys This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com.